When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. There's a lot of opportunity for hunters to get back in the woods this year between the holiday hunts and the muzzleloader season. After the nine-day gun deer hunt, the Department of Natural Resources expects another 25,000 deer to be harvested before the end of the year. And they're hoping more folks are willing to donate their deer to a food pantry through the deer donation program. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. This is a chance to give quality venison to those in need. Wildlife specialist Brad Cooley oversees the deer donation program. He says there's a huge demand from pantries and they're looking for more hunters and meat processors to get involved. First, he tells me more about the program. It's an excellent program. Um, You know, it it shows the generosity of hunters and and their willingness to help out those people in need and and harvest extra deer and get that venison to to food pantries. The program was created in, in the year 2000 by the state legislature and since that time, you know, hunters have donated over 97,000 deer and, and approximately 3.8 million pounds of ground venison, you know, has been distributed to food pantries. So, um, yeah, 23rd year of the program and, and um, certainly an excellent program that, that we'd like to see, you know, hunters continue to participate in and, and hopefully increase donations, you know, if we can. Can you share some numbers with us? How many deer were donated this year and how does that compare to previous years? Uh, we don't have a tally for this year. Um, last year in 2021, we had a little over 1,420 deer donated, um, and that translates to approximately, um, you know, over over 56, almost 57,000 pounds of ground venison being distributed to food pantries. So, a uh, great program and, and um, you know, a good way to, to help those in need. Yeah, unfortunately, we have seen a decline in the number of deer donated, and, and that's uh, mainly attributed to a decrease in the processors. Um, you know, last year, for example, we had 68 processors that, that you know, signed up and were participating in our program. Uh, this year we have 51 processors, so it, it's not quite as convenient, you know, uh, with, with fewer processors, it's not quite as convenient for hunters to find a location and donate it, you know, if it's not near them. Um, so, yeah, so unfortunately we're, we're projecting, you know, a little bit uh, fewer deer this year than, than last year. Um, the good news is, is that if you look at the the uh, opening weekend totals, you know, harvest was up approximately 14%. So, you know, we're hoping that that higher harvest will also, um, you know, um, decrease the, the, the um, you know, the, the dip or, or the decline in the number of deer donated. So we're, we're hopeful hunters, you know, obviously we're, we're more successful this year and we're hoping that they donated. Why are the meat processors so essential to this deer donation program? It, it, it's, you know, they're the backbone of this program and, and you know, it, without meat processors participating and, and without them being in close proximity and, and convenient for hunters to donate, we don't have deer donated. You know, we, we see that decrease if, if we don't have an adequate number of processors. One of the things we've done is, is um, two years ago we've created a partners program now where we do have some groups and organizations that will, you know, rent freezer trucks or, or freezer trailers and serve as drop-off locations, but ultimately those deer go to the processor and, and, and obviously they, they get processed. So, Processor involvement is, is huge, you know, that's, that's what we need, and, and unfortunately, like I said, we've seen a decline in that number of processors, so we're hoping we can, you know, get a few more licensed processors around the state and, and get them to uh, participate in the program so it's convenient for hunters to, to donate. For processors listening now, is there, how do they get in touch with the DNR to be a part of the deer donation program? Yeah, you can go on the DNR's website, um, there, there's a contact uh, listed there, um, you know, or, or they can 
uh, contact their, their county wildlife damage abatement claims program specialist. Uh, there's, they're the ones that uh, ultimately sign up the processors and get them in the program. Um, but, yeah, just for convenience, I just recommend they, they check out the DNR's website and, and contact us, you know, through the, through the contacts link there. I want to talk more about why hunters may want to consider or should consider donating their deer. What's the need look like across the state for venison? We hear from processors every year that, you know, as soon as that venison hits the shelves, it's, it's gone. It's quickly got by participants or, or by individuals that want that venison. It's, it's off the shelves quickly, you know, so that demand is certainly there. You know, looking at records from the Department of Health, um, you know, last year in 2021, more than 500,000 households in Wisconsin um, received some type of food assistance. So the needs there, the demands there, and a great opportunity for hunters to go out, you know, harvest additional deer if they want and, and donate them and, and get that venison to the people that need it. Yeah, and, you know, even though the nine-day gun deer hunt season is over, there's still plenty of opportunity to get out in the woods and, and harvest your deer. I mean, there's several seasons to look forward to through the end of the year. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, the nine days over, you know, we, but we still have the muzzleloader season that's currently ongoing. We have a December antlerless hunt, you know, holiday hunt, you know, that goes into, to, um, you know, December and January. So uh, the archery season goes in, into January. So, yeah, certainly um, plenty of opportunity for hunters if you haven't had any success or, or had success and want to harvest additional deer. Yeah, plenty of opportunity to get out there, hunt, and, and you know, consider donating that deer. Why don't you walk us through the steps of what we need to do in order to get this deer where it needs to go? So hunter harvests the deer, the, the first thing you do is, is treat that animal or, or that carcass like it's yours. You know, field dress that deer, register it, and, and you know, obviously keep it cool this time of year. That's not too hard to do, but uh, keep it cool and, and, and make sure you're taking care of that carcass. From there, you know, you want to take a look at the DNR's website, uh, find a list of our processors, um, you know, like I said, we currently have 51 processors and, and three drop-off locations around around the state. Um, you know, where hunters can take their deer. Um, the other thing to look at prior to, to taking it to one of those processors is whether or not that deer needs to be tested for chronic wasting disease. So we do uh, partner with the Department of Health every year to take a look at chronic wasting disease test results throughout the state. And, and there are a number of counties um, throughout the state where where either the adults deer need to be tested if they're harvested in a, in a particular county or both adults and fawns need to be tested. So take a look at those counties where CBD testing is required. Um, find out where the nearest CBD testing location is. You know, in some cases, the processor may be a testing location and, and, and other locations, they might have to take it to a different location to get that deer tested for chronic wasting disease if, if it's needed. But yeah, um, from there, you know, call that processor Make sure, um, you know, they have space available to accept that deer, and if they do, obviously bring, bring the entire deer in and then uh, fill out the paperwork. And from there, the, the processor handles the rest. You know, they, they process that deer, like I said, into one- or two-pound packages of ground venison. Um, if it's a deer that needs to be tested for chronic wasting disease, the processor will, will wait until those test results come back. And then, um, you know, depending on those test results, if it's negative, you know, then they would release that venison to, to a local food pantry. Does CWD ever throw a wrench in deer donation numbers? Because if the meat is positive, it can't be eaten. Is that right? Yeah, it, it throws a wrench into, pro, into donations in a couple ways. One is, um, you know, not all processors, you know, pull CWD samples or take CWD samples. So in some cases, it can be um, a little inconvenient to the hunter to have to find a testing location, get that deer tested, and then take it to a processor. So it can, be, you know, decrease donations that way. I've had, I have heard from a few hunters that, you know, that's kind of a, a cumbersome process if they got to take it to two, you know, two different locations to do that. So that's why we do try to make 
make sure the majority of our processors are able, um, you know, to pull samples and, and take those samples so they can, you know, hunters can have everything done at, at one stop, at one location. And the other way it, it kind of hampers um, donations is, is with processors. Um, some processors don't have the storage space to be able to hang on to that venison, wait for those test results before it's distributed to the food pantry. So storage is a requirement and, you know, a limiting factor that, uh, you know, some processors just, just don't have that storage space to wait for those, t- those test results. It certainly underscores the need for Wisconsinites to help stop the spread of chronic wasting disease. You can find more information on CWD prevention at the Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources website. Also on the DNR's website is more info on donating your deer to food pantries across the state through the deer donation program. And Brad, what a perfect time of year to donate and get quality venison on shelves ahead of the holidays. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and the, the other thing about the program is it's, it's you know, not just a DNR uh, program. It's, it's a collaborative effort between the DNR, you know, the counties, USDA Wildlife Service staff, you know, participate in the program. And then, of course, hunters and the volunteers in the food pantry. So, you know, a cooperative program that, that's certainly, um, you know, trying to help those in need. And there's your reason to consider getting involved in the state's deer donation program. That program is overseen by Brad Cooley. He's the wildlife damage specialist with the Wisconsin DNR. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.